0: hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of my podcast my name is lucy if this is your first time here thank you for listening and welcome in this podcast i talk about personal stories personal experiences sometimes i review music and talk about pop culture but for the most part this podcast has been a very personal therapeutic way for me to um to get a little closer and connect with you guys a little more I know it's a little weird that I'm by myself, but I like it. It's something that I've always done on my own. Talk to myself. Like in my car. I used to do it all the time. I actually I still do it. There's times where I actually I'm like I just start like telling a story that I that just pops in my head. I'm like, okay, I need to tell the story. Let me pull up my phone and start recording. And that's what I do. So yeah, welcome. Thank you. (laughs) It's been such a long time since I recorded something and I just recently put out a uh, an episode that was actually pretty old i recorded it in february and i was i wasn't gonna put it out to be honest and i happened to listen to my voice notes and and i listened to it and i was like oh my god this is so cute i have to put it out and i've been trying to put out an episode for like the longest but i've been trying to do more of like a not be by myself and have like a legit team and studio and it just feels like it just has doesn't happen it hasn't happened so here i am after going to different studios and that not working out and i've tried even to like recruit a new host or not a new host a a co-host and it just seems like everything's not lining up with that so i was like you know what let me just put out this episode even though it's old it was cute because i was telling my exhibit story and then i talked about what else i can't remember so yeah i put that out and it's really cute um it's up on my soundcloud all my social medias at lucydarling27 so if you want to listen to it there it's also on itunes tune in radio stitch stitcher <laughs> i can't remember what it's called See that's how long I've been gone. But I was like I said, I've been dying to put something out. I just miss I miss talking to you guys. And although I do the YouTube stuff now, like I do my vlogs every week. So if you want to check that out, you can just um search for my name, Lucy Sarabia, S-A-R-A-B-I-A. Um, I do those every Monday. So every Monday I put out a new episode at 8 a.m. They're actually pretty cute. Um they're pretty cool. I I think that some people really enjoy watching it just because I do like stupid shit sometimes. And um, sometimes I get into certain topics and I think people just enjoy that. And I'm really grateful for that because when I first started doing them, I was like, who the fuck do I think I am to think that people are so interested to see what I'm doing with my life (laughs) to put this out? But some people actually enjoy it and I really appreciate that. So thank you to each and every one of you who watch my videos and who even like click play even here. Thank you. I really appreciate it. So a lot has happened since I last recorded. I'm not sure why I stopped recording. I think it was just like a time thing. I I started a new job in January. And I think I talked about that in the last episode. But I actually don't work there anymore. I resigned in, in June. June? Yeah, the end of June. For different reasons. But one of the, well, not different reasons. Um, I just realized that I wasn't happy. It took a lot of, a lot. For me to to do that because I love the company, I love the bosses, I love the people that I work with. They were very generous, they were nice, they were happy, they were just great people. And I just, I felt bad. I felt really ungrateful to feel what I was feeling when I was there because I was unhappy. I was struggling to get up every morning to go to work. I couldn't get up. I was just like, I I don't want to go to work. I, I It was becoming dreadful and not because of anybody at work not because of the work just cuz i just didn't it just i knew it wasn't for me and i actually had an emotional breakdown in may before i i before i quit my job that's the reason why i had to leave cuz i just realized that i wasn't happy but what triggered it was something someone not someone no i'm not going to say someone what triggered it was rejection at the time i was seeing someone And now that I think about it, I was very... I was stupid to think that it was going to be anything more. Because it was very clear that it wasn't. It's just the way that things went down. It wasn't like hard. Like, it wasn't... It was just like weird. It wasn't like we even talked about it. I mean, we did. But it just wasn't done right. It it wasn't even that he did that. It was just like like everything that I've been through in my lifetime. It just like... I, I just got... That was the, like that was it that was like the cherry on top. Like that was it for me. I felt like what the fuck is going on? I've trained myself for so many years to not cry and to not be vulnerable and to not show my feelings, to not open up to people, to just be this cold hearted person who's made of stone and <laughs> I I think I, I just got fed up. I, I broke down because I wasn't happy. I broke down because of that because of the rejection and i broke down because in general i was like i just don't know what the fuck to do anymore everything that i do and everyone that i'm nice to it just feels like it just gets me nowhere I, you try to do things the right way and it just gets you nowhere and that's exactly how i felt so one day i and i made a video about this so it's on my youtube channel if you want to check it out but one day it was a monday so i remember coming from the weekend I had went to a Juana's concert and I had a great time and I talked to that person that night and I, I was fine. I was like, I don't care, whatever. And I was having a great time at the concert and then it just hit me and I felt like shit. The next morning, I turned my phone off and I said, I'm not showing up to work. I don't give a fuck if I lose my job. And I didn't care and that scared me a lot because you need to work. I'm the head of the household. I provide for me and my kid and at that moment, I just felt like I just don't care. I didn't care. And that's that's how bad it was. And I was like, this is not cool. Even though I knew it was happening, I still wasn't going to do the right thing, which was even scarier. So I turned off my phone. I went to sleep. And even in my sleep, I was having... I felt scared. It was so weird. I felt scared. I felt like I don't want to lose the people that I love. I don't want to lose the things that I love. I don't want to lose myself in this unhappiness that I'm living, and in my dream I would feel scared, and I'd wake up and I'd just be like, "Oh my God! Like, no! I don't! I don't want to! I don't! I don't want to lose it! I don't want to!" And I just I cried, I cried, and I cried. Finally, after so many years of holding all my tears, and after so many people hurt me, and men broke my heart, and all my struggles with being a single mom or whatever, I just I cried so much. And I remember even like my daughter asking me, oh my God, I'm going to get emotional. (laughs) I knew that it was so bad because my daughter asked me if I was okay when I was picking her up from school. And I felt so bad. Like, how could you be this weak? How could you, how could you let her see you like this? How could you let her see you get to this point of your life and you can't let her see that. But then that was me being that strong person, quote-unquote strong person that, oh, doesn't want anyone to see her be vulnerable. Doesn't want anyone to see her cry or weak or anything. And I just had to tell myself to, like, stop. It was like I had, like, the angel and the devil on my shoulders. And I had to tell myself, like, stop doing that. It's okay. You're having a hard time. And I just I just knew something was was really off. I didn't lose my job. My boss was so generous that we worked things out and I was able to stay at my job. And I had problems at work because of that because some people were upset that I was able to come back after my one-week hiatus. I, I, I took the week off. I just, I just couldn't work. And I just realized how unhappy I was and how miserable I was at work and it wasn't it wasn't them it was me and i knew it was me going back to work everybody was kind of upset and they had watched my youtube videos and in one of the videos i mentioned being miserable at work and you know and i said a lot of good things about the company but i know that people only pick up on the bad things so everybody was mad at me nobody was talking to me Um, It was just so awkward and so weird, and I almost didn't even want to stay at work. I just wanted to, like, disappear. But I ended up staying and making it through my two weeks. Well, I was still so sensitive when I got back to work. And my boss pulled me in the office, and she mentioned the video. And at that point, when people call me out on something that I did, and I got caught, I don't deny it, because what's the point of denying something? Or... Given like giving an an excuse that has no an excuse that really shouldn't be an excuse. So I said, yeah, I did say that. But I also said a lot of nice things. And I said in the video that it wasn't about you. It was about me and my personal goals and what I want for my future and what makes me happy. That's all. That's all I want. It's not you guys. It's me. It's it's me. And once I was I was able to explain that, I think they understood what I what I meant and what I felt and we were able to to see eye to eye but uh, my boss did ask me like what do you want to do do you want to stay do you want to finish the week do you want to finish two weeks I don't know I don't even know if she expected for me to say that I was gonna stay that I was gonna put in my two weeks but I just knew in my heart even though I had no job lined up at the time I just knew in my heart that I had to do it because I just knew that In a way, it was like a poison and not, and I'm not saying that in a way to bash them. No, it's just for my happiness. It just didn't work for me. And I just felt like if I continue here, if I say I'm going to stay here, I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to just, I'm going to stay. I'm not going to give my two weeks. I'm not going to resign. I know that I would regret it. And I was like, I have to, I gave my two weeks and I ended up staying a month because I don't know, just the way that things worked out. I I offered to stay and and it just worked out. It was cool. I left in good terms, but it was one of the hardest things to go through because when you're going through something like that and you're like the like the powerhouse, you're like, you know, you're the I don't know how to say it. Um, I'm the leader here in my home. And when the leader is sick or down or I just felt I felt bad for Kayla. But there was so many things that I've I've gone through that I've never really talked about. Daddy issues, just being a single mom. There's times where I just wanted to like, I I didn't know how I was going to get through certain things because of financial situations or because... I was just tired there was days where I just felt tired I'm tired of being a single mom I'm tired of doing this on my own I'm tired of struggling I'm tired of this I'm tired of that and then I was just like you know what you got this you got this and I always got myself out of it but when I got to to that emotional breakdown it was because of that because all those things I was just tired emotionally tired emotionally tired I was just tired of holding everything in and then my friend passed away earlier that year in March. I was so sad when that happened. Like, it was just so many things. And even that, I was trying not to cry. But I was, like, devastated when I heard about his passing. Well, let me get into a little bit of detail of how it happened. Or how I found out, not, not how it happened. I was at work one day, and my friend Dana was calling me, just calling me and calling me. And I was like, this is weird. She never calls me. She always texts me or DMs me on Instagram. So I knew right away that something was up. As soon as I picked up the phone, she was like, did you hear about Oscar? And I was like, no. And I felt like my heart was just like started beating really fast. And I was like, did he die? And she's like, no. And I was like, oh my God, thank God. But she was like, but, she's, but he's in a coma. And I was like, what? What happened? And we just got into like, We didn't know. Nobody knew anything. All we knew was that he was in a coma. And the weirdest thing, oh my god, I will never forget this. I always thought about Oscar all the time. Just random. I always missed him. He was such a nice person, generous person. A few weeks leading up to to his passing, I kept thinking about him, like, a lot. Like, in February... I thought about him because of Valentine's Day and that's because when we were seeing each other that's kind of when when we broke it off like a week before Valentine's Day and then in March I thought about him a lot because his birthday and my birthday are like two days apart I just always thought about him but two weeks like yeah like two weeks prior to his passing I thought about him so much I was like i miss oscar i wonder what he's doing i wonder what he's up to i wonder what happened with oscar i wonder if this and then i would search him and i couldn't find him on on social media i didn't have his email i wish that i did but i didn't and and then we had got a new vendor at our at my job his name was carlos but for some reason our manager would always call him oscar she was always telling me like oh lucy do you have the info for oscar lucy oscar lucy oscar 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 and i was like why do you keep calling him oscar she's like i don't know why i keep thinking his name is oscar and i just thought it was the weirdest thing because i don't know i just was like why do you keep calling him oscar so oscar was always i kept hearing his name and just and i kept thinking like okay i need to reach out to wes which was his best friend I need to reach out to Wes and ask him how Oscar's doing. And I kept thinking that, okay, today I I will. And then the next day, same thing. Today I'm going to hit up Wes and ask him how Oscar's doing, if he's spoken to him or anything. And again, I didn't. And then I hear this news about him and I'm like, no fucking way. And then when Dana said, oh, he's in a coma and they don't think he's going to make it. I just lost it. I was like, no, no fucking way. Like, no. And I was so stressed out. I was so sad. Couldn't stop thinking about him. I was praying that everything worked out, that he was okay, that he would wake up, that the family, his wife, his his family didn't give up on him and decide to take him off life support. But they had to. Even like a week after he passed, we were still not sure if he had passed or not. Because people were saying like, oh, he's still on life support. There's still hope. There's still hope. But he had passed away already. He passed away on the 8th of March. The month of his birthday. When that happened, I was just really sad. Because the year prior, my grandfather had passed away in August. Or July, I'm sorry. But I've never had anybody that close to me. I actually saw Oscar even more recent than I saw my grandfather. And plus, we were intimate and we were dating. We weren't in a relationship, but we were dating, getting to know each other. And I just felt guilty sometimes. And not because I think I did anything wrong, just because I was feeling like I should reach out. I I should reach out. I should talk to Wes. I should ask about Oscar. And I didn't. And that was my guilt there. But even now when i spoke to Wes about it and and told him how i felt and the things that were going on prior to the to us finding out about Oscar he was like i didn't know anything i there's nothing that we could have done like he stopped talking to everybody he wasn't allowed to have friends he wasn't he just disappeared basically and just after, and after talking to him about it i felt a little bit better i felt like my guilt was not as strong but it was really hard for me i just i still can't believe it to this day like me and wes were talking about it the other day and it just feels surreal it just feels like he's like he's still here but he's with his family where we can't be you know but i i went to to his service and i was scared to see him i don't want to see him like that and when I walked up, he didn't even look like himself. I walked up and I looked at him and I was like, that's not Oscar. And I looked up at the at the screen where they were showing pictures of him. And I was like, that's not Oscar. And it just took me like a few minutes to like, to be able to see Oscar in that body that was in the casket. And I touched him. I touched his hand. I've had three dreams with him since his passing. And one of them, I couldn't see his face, but I knew it was him. And in the next one, I saw his face. I spoke to him. I touched him. We were going to be together. And I woke up and I wasn't, I was happy that I was able to see him. But it also made me sad because I knew that it was like my wake-up call of like, he really passed away. When when I went to the service I still we still had no idea like what had happened we just knew that he was in a coma and he passed away. We didn't end up finding out about what really happened until we met up with his parents for they had like a little celebration for him for his birthday and we all talked about him we cut a cake it was beautiful and when his dad spoke about what happened I was like in shock like at first I was like no reaction. I was I just stood there like, uh-huh, and then it hit me. And I was like, no fucking way. And I I still can't believe that to this day. I can't believe that that's what happened. I can't believe that. God, that shouldn't have happened. That shouldn't have happened. And I always I always wonder what goes on in a person's mind. To get to that point, I just, I could never, I don't, I don't know, but that was really hard for me when we found out what really happened. It just, like, made me feel so much worse. I was already feeling bad and scared and nervous, and when I found out what happened, it just, I was so sad. I couldn't stop thinking about it, and wishing that I I was there to talk to him, to save him, or even at the hospital to just speak to him and hope that he would wake up. But nobody was allowed to visit him. None of his friends. Nobody. It was like the saddest thing ever. Like, how how do you keep his friends away from his closest friends? I understand, like... Not everybody should be there, but his close friends, nobody was allowed to see him, to say anything, to, I miss him a lot. I still think about him random, like I used to, like if he's still here. He was such a special person, who was very generous, and kind, and The other day I thought about something. I thought about when we were dating, how at times I felt like he was hot and he like met my standards, but I was so career driven that I didn't fully give him my time and my attention. And I felt like I deserved more. And then you go through life experiences that humble you the fuck down, and then you realize I was very stupid for thinking that. Because he was a great guy. He had his, you know, his men qualities. He got around a little bit. (laughs) He got around a little bit, but or a lot of it. But besides that, he was like such a kind person. He was really nice, really cool. He'd come to my house and we'd just hang out. He'd go out to to eat or to hang out at the bar. I would get on his motorcycle and we'd just go hang out. We had fun. We always had great conversations. And I really miss him because of that. I miss talking to him. I really miss him. And so that was one of the reasons why... One of, one of the other things that that really took a toll on me emotionally... You know, that was in March and just when I got to May and the rejection or whatever of the other guy, I was just like, I just don't, I can't deal with any more of this shit anymore. And it took all that, it really helped, that week that I took off work, it really helped to really find myself and really realize what I want in my life and my goals and what makes me happy and what doesn't. And I realized this job doesn't make me happy. I don't want to be here. I'm, I'm out. And I did. I just took the leap and f- said, fuck it. I know I'm going to find a job. I had, a, I had enough money in my savings to where <clears throat> I would be fine for, for a couple months. But the goal was not to live off my savings. And I didn't have to. Everything just worked out. Now I'm happy. I have more time with Kayla. Kayla. I work from home. I make more money. I don't work from home a hundred percent, but if I wanna stay home from work, I can because my bosses don't care I can everything that I do at work in the office I can do here at home, so it gives me time to work on my my side projects it gives me it gives me time with Kayla. I can pick her up from school um and it just everything just worked out. I knew that that it would be fine because I felt it in my heart. I went with my gut feeling and I knew that it was going to be fine. And that's the reason why I did it the way that I did it because I just knew there's something out there for me that I have to go get. And I know I can be very impulsive sometimes, but that's because I have that gut feeling that's telling me like, go now. (laughs) I did it and I'm, I'm so happy right now. I'm the happiest that I've ever been. In the past, I thought I was happy, but it took for me to be this happy to realize that i wasn't happy then um especially like 2017 2016 those were years that were so hard for me and i felt like i was losing myself i was losing myself to oh god i don't i don't even know but i was losing myself and I feel like I found myself, I feel happy, I feel like I laugh, I smile, I'm more positive, something that I thought I would never be, like I'm so positive now and I'm so grateful for, for that experience that even though it hurt me a lot, it really helped me to get here to where I'm this positive person who's really happy, who believes in herself more than ever and who's a kind person who's generous who's I just want to be a better person I want to be a better person in general and I hope that people see that I even smile at girls now (laughs) I'm like the first one to smile and then they'll smile back or sometimes I'll just look away (laughs) and I'm just oh fuck you bitch no I just I just know I used to be that girl that's what I I think to myself I used to be that girl that was like oh what the fuck why is a bitch smiling at me I don't know her and I understand why and I just hope that that they heal and that they're okay and that they're happy i want everybody to be happy i just i I wanted to to tell that that story hopefully you guys enjoyed it um is there anything else that i need to talk about oh yeah i i went to um i went to san francisco for my birthday and i almost didn't go because because i felt guilty to be partying when oscar had passed away but i went anyway and i had a great time um kayla and i went to hawaii in august and we had a great time there we didn't even want to come back we were like so it was so beautiful it's fucking paradise oh the beaches are beautiful the water is warm the sun is hot Oh my God, it was such an amazing experience, and we had a great time, and I'm so grateful, so grateful that we were able to experience that. Kayla's 17 now, that was like her birthday trip, along with a a bunch of other things that I got her, but um, that was part of it, and we we had a great time, and I think she really enjoyed it and was happy that we were able to do that. I just want to make it a point in my life. To just do things that make me happy, even if it seems wrong to other people it doesn't matter, and that's my advice to you. Do what makes you happy. I know it can be hard sometimes because for me, I love entertainment, I love radio I love I love TV, I love anything podcasts I love just I just love entertainment. It sucks that it doesn't pay well, but when I was in property management, it paid well. I worked Monday through Friday. I had the weekends off, holidays off, the pay was okay, it wasn't great, but it was better than radio, and a lot better than radio. I was grateful for it, very grateful for it, but it's not what makes me happy, and I spoke to someone last night, and he was telling me that he had an engineering degree. He said, that's what I studied for, but it's not what makes me happy, what makes me happy is being a security and i thought bro what the fuck <laughs> but then i was like who gives a fuck why are we so judgmental when it comes to what who cares if that's what makes him happy what the fuck do i care fuck it be a security but he's a security guard at uh disneyland so that's pretty cool but yeah my my first thought was like fucking security but i thought like what makes me happy I'm willing to take a pay cut for my happiness. And I know some people think that's stupid. That's why the poor stay poor and the rich, you know? Yeah, I get it. But for some of us, it's not about the money, it's about our happiness. I could be with a rich guy if I want to. A lot of women can, a lot of men can. But for me, it's not about the money. It's not about what you can give me, it's how you make me feel. I've had a situation in the past where, like, I was seeing someone who was like loaded with money. And I was like, it's cool, you know, we go here, we go there, blah, blah. But I just didn't like him. I didn't like him at all. I felt bad sometimes. Like, why can't I like this guy? And I just didn't. The guy who was just regular, you know, like, regular, average, middle class person like me and i was like i like him he's he's cute he's funny he makes me feel good he tells me sweet things so does the other guy but this guy it just means more when this guy says it (laughs) i don't know i don't know why we're like that but for me it's not about money for me it's not about material shit for me it's how you make me feel and that's it so do what makes you happy doesn't matter what other people think i don't care For me, my happiness is way more important than what people think about me. So keep that in mind. Don't worry about other people's opinions. It doesn't matter. You didn't ask for it, so you don't need it. Just be positive. Just love. Give love and happiness. I'm very happy right now. Very happy and I'm grateful. Very grateful for everything that I have in my life right now. My daughter, my family, friends my financial situation. I'm grateful for everything. I'm so grateful. So I'll go ahead and end the podcast here. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you have any comments, if you have any comments, or you want to give me some feedback or anything, just reach out to me, send me a DM on Instagram at lucydarling27. I hope that you have an amazing day. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.